Country roads take me home to a place I belong, West Virginia. Mountain mama, take me home. Take Country me home. <laughs> no, no. Thank you, man. No problem. My my son loves that. He's really? like three years he old. He loves that song. Goes nuts How did he first hear it? Like from you? I don't know. I just yeah. I just started playing it. Like we go for like long drives. Like we go to Muskoka or whatever, and I just throw it on. Just and like that's for his. The ambience. That's his song. That's his go-to I, song. Oh, yeah, it's like his go. Like he loves it. It's a good song. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's an iconic song for sure. It's a great song, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. I know we chatted a long, long time ago, and you were a little hesitant about coming on. And I was like, come on, man. We'll just talk yeah, about yeah, construction. Yeah. Awesome, man. And then off mic, we're just walking in. You're telling me, oh, I've been up since five, and I just got off a <laughs> roof. And I'm like, that's the epitome of the construction life right yeah, there. Yeah. So, yeah. it is. so welcome. Welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. We got a lot to talk about. I, I, you're a roofer first and then agent second? or agent? Yeah, I would say uh, roofer first. I used to be agent first and okay. then kind of went ver- and aid, uh, roofer like part-time. Are you t- dabbling in just both right now just to see i do dabble but i do more uh like roofing on the roof right yeah more roofing contracting and okay and then realtor is more helpful friends uh you know family members just for your stuff. own personal you you're curious about that segment of the industry kind of thing you were wanting to do that um so like i have a brother who's in real real estate and then um he was doing really well with it as well so like you know I was just looking for a job just to make some income on the side or whatever. Nice. And then I just got into it and I was making okay living, but it wasn't enough. I think, um, I think I, as doing full time, I kind of saw like, Hey, um, this type of lifestyle, uh, is more of like a secondary lifestyle. It's like a, a side hustle more at the, that point where roofing was, I grew up in roofing. Like yeah. I've been doing roofing since I'm like eight years old. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like cleaning garbage for my old man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a family business, me and my old man. And um, he just was. Not, always, it's just not the two of you guys. There's a crew, right? No, it's just the two of us. Why are you yeah. serious? Yeah, yeah. Old, old school. Old school. That's Tradesmen. the way he taught you? Tradesmen. We even hand nail all our roofs. I know. And I want to talk to you guys, but I already, I know why you do that. And I, yeah. I have respect for that because I know a lot of the kids will just tum, 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 not pay yeah. attention to that nail. They'll just pay attention to the sound that that nail gun is doing, and is it really nailing that shingle properly? Yeah. So, like, the thing with that, it's all speed, right? Yeah. I, call, I call it like just like you know, just cowboys just go, who's the quickest? Or like back in the day, people would go like up to the top and they would put their nail after they finish a bundle, and it's like who's got the most nails on the top of the roof? You know, in sub, in you know, yeah, 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 subdivisions yeah. and stuff like that. But you know, for us. We kind of built a brand, uh, family business, like we're the face to the business. And then when we get the callbacks, very rare. Uh, when we do, nothing more embarrassing to come back to your own job of or course, any yeah. issues. But yeah. So we just pry, like OCD, we get into our stuff, like stuff that like we do so many repairs and little issues that we're fixing that when we do our jobs, we f- we already see those little What's things. What's gonna happen on? If you do it like this, it's gonna prevent that from possibly, even just possibly happening. Are you guys the only ones? As far as I know, are you the only one that's hand nailing? I don't know. Like I've once I met with a rep, and the rep told me that like 
4%. This is like back like eight years ago, 4% of companies do it. Hand nail. Yeah, hand nail. And then the rest uh, do it. So Nomadics. I don't care how they do it. Like It's the end product. It's the job at the end. How you I think it. like if you're doing like woodwork and you're using a nail gun, okay, that's fine. It's wood, right? Like, But it's like a flimsy piece of shingle. Like you got to make sure that thing is flush. Because if you arc it or you overdrive it or you underdrive it, expansion and contraction, you know construction, it right? It defeats the purpose of the shingle. Exactly. The shingle is going to fail eventually at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. But guys, they don't, they just, they care about the money, right? Like, We're getting way ahead of ourselves. A couple of shout outs, first of all, to begin with. Heavy Duty Homes is the t-shirt I'm wearing today. Uh, Phil and the boys there are great guys. And then uh, I want to thank you for the bottle of vino here. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. I like that a lot, man. Uh, I encourage anybody to bring me alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) We have our liquor license to do the show, so it's like we don't need a liquor license. Uh, Nuno, I want to, so Luso Roofing is what we want to talk about. Uh, Family-owned business, 25 years? Uh. I've been doing roofing for 25 years, so since 1998, Wow, eh? well, so you've seen it change quite a bit, and obviously the old yeah. man has seen it change quite a bit as well, too, yeah, yeah. right? a lot of changes in, in products and stuff. And then also you work for Sutton Group, uh, but you're basically a roofing manager, www.lusoroofing.com, info at lusoroofing.com, and all you Canadians out there, it's spelled L-U-S-O. Just in case, I'm not saying yeah. that they don't know how they, you know, we talk or anything like that or how we spell. And then uh, your email is N-T-O-R-R-E-S at Royal Pages for the other one, right? Oh, sorry. It's sudden.com. I made a mistake. Oh, dot com? Okay, dot com there. Okay, so cool there. And on Facebook and Instagram, Luso, you'll find them. Luso underscore roofing on both of them. All right. So I want to chat um, about... What did your dad teach you at the very beginning? You're a kid and you come on the job site and what's he showing you at the very beginning there? How's he showing? How's he presenting the construction industry to you? Uh, so one of the first things like what he, what he taught me was just like, like anybody works in construction, you start cleaning, right? Yeah. Like, you know, throws the shingles on Organize. the floor. Yeah. Bring the shingles. So even when I was like, 13, 15, 18 years old, lugging like bundles on the ladder, like old school, no harness and like bringing like no lift, no, uh, no lift, no lift. Cause when we first started, like, you know, even they, like went, it they was, didn't have, no, they didn't have, they that. still probably had, but like when we first started, like, like my dad was like more of a, when he first started, it was like a weekend warrior kind of yeah, guy. Yeah. And, like, that's how they did it, right? They worked for the big commercial, the big Viennas, all these big guys. And then I would work with them on weekends or when we're done early uh, from school. I got to repair. You want to come and help me hold the ladder or whatever. And you know, <laughs> So put sense. the books down and come over here. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So the way we learned was I didn't learn, like, really installing, um, doing all the intricacies, like, growing up. But it was just more, hey, I just want to make some money. Uh work hard or whatever and that's what he taught was like the work ethic and just like we weren't the type that would just sit back and like you know collect right we're just like the more you put out the more you're gonna get right so i guess he he understood that if you've got a clean job site an organized job site that means that you got an efficient job site which basically means you work better you work smarter you work less harder and then you achieve the goal which is basically 
providing a great service, a great product at the end of it, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I, I think the biggest part was the pride in what you did. Like, um, I kind of kind of said, like, for a painter, I know some painters, when they paint, they also, like, they put a brand new light bulb to show off their work. Right? Yeah. Like, he was very meticulous. Like, to be... To be in an industry where everybody uses nail guns and to kind of say like, hey, I've like I've used nail guns and I've had friends call me over like Nuno, come over, just have to watch, okay, and whatever, <laughs> and like do this stuff. And they're there with their nail guns. I'm like, I try it. I'm like, wow, bro, this is horrible. Like <laughs> it's coming out crooked and stuff. I'm like, just let me use my hatchet, right? And uh and then I remember once working with a friend, right? Like we're all buddies, like some are in commercial roofing, like everybody who's been in roofing, but they're not like, you know, residential or whatever, like flat roofers doing residential work, yeah. right? There's a line. Yeah, there's yeah. a difference in, yeah. in like in, in the industry. And then, you know, like when you put a shingle, when you, when you put like, uh, you know, when you nail on the shingle line, it's got to be on the line. Like you don't put it, above. And it, I tell him my <laughs> friends like, yo, you're supposed to put it on the line. And what is no, it? What, it's supposed to be on the tar. Why, right? why do they? Yeah, why do they decide that it's not supposed to be on the line? Who tells them that it's either ahead or below? Or like, I don't understand. Apparently, and I'm not gonna call out names. No, but of I'm course. Just saying, like, my friend was like, "Oh, over there, it's like it looks like asphalt." So it's like whatever. So the problem is, the problem is, is like he's not nailing on the line, so he's not catching the shingle underneath. And I'm telling him, so we're, you know, how Portuguese people do it, right? Yeah, At yeah. the end of the day, I'm not gonna. It's my friends call me over. We're having Portuguese chicken, a little bit of vino, right? And we're talking. And then I said, I said to my friend, I'm saying, his name's not Mike, but I'm saying, hey, Mike, like you know, these shingles are gonna fly next windstorm. <laughs> <laughs> so a crazy windstorm comes, my phone blows up, right? And that's like, exactly what happens, man. Two hundred, like two hundred calls throughout the night, okay. And I messaged my buddy, his name's, like we can say my friend, my, my friend, his nickname is Skinny. I'm like, Skinny, check your roof out because. And sure enough. Yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, my, all oh, my shingles flew off. Yeah. He's like, all oh, my shingles flew off. So did he learn his lesson? Did he understand? Did he ask you that? Okay. Show me how to use the hatchet. No, no. So this is what happened. Uh, he was like the owner, right? Okay. And he was friends with my other friend, right? Who told, was doing it his way, right? Which was trying to help him out, right? At the end of the day, right? Of course. And then he's like, oh, my friend Mike said, don't mention anything to Nuno that all my flesh is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I met with him the, like a while back ago. I'm like, oh, your shingles blew up. Uh, and he told me that you shouldn't tell me and all this stuff. So it's. Did it he hilarious. not admit fault? Like, did he not finally have. He did admit it after. Uh, finally. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he like, had, yeah, you're right. You had to, man. Yeah, yeah. It's too easy with. I, I get his speed, but I mean. The roof is supposed to last what? Minimum 25, 20, 25, yeah. depending on exposure and all this other stuff. Exactly. Why do you want to install it incorrectly and all of a sudden it starts to have problems after a few years? Let alone, hey, what if we do get a, and we've had it recently, we've had a lot of windstorms, man. Yeah. And you just see, you see those things flap, man. Like, yeah, yeah. just flapping. And like with the, all the major weather events and yeah. stuff, even on Netflix, there's a, I've been watching lately a new, special like i don't really watch netflix all the time and shows but there's one on major uh like major wind events like tornadoes and stuff it's so really it's like really good and it's about like all these climate change how the warm air comes and i'm like 
It's warm right now in this November, right? It's been crazy this yeah, weather. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're gonna get a storm. Something's gonna happen. Something, and it ain't. And it's it's weird wind at that point, right? Yeah. And if the roof hasn't, or I guess if the actual tar taps haven't actually yet here, it hasn't been warm enough or whatever. If the shingles are brittle, and you get wind and it hit, it just hits it, just hits yeah. it at a certain angle. You're getting into another conversation, which is like installing what? shingles when it's cold, right? Oh, like we don't do it. And a lot of people do it, right? It's you might as well be installing Carhartts. You know what I mean? Like it's just they're so rigid. Yeah. It's almost like cardboard, and you can't you can't pro. And and also when you cut, you tell me. I mean, when you try oh, to cut so it, hard. it's so hard, hard yeah. right? So, it's so hard. you can't do it in the dead of winter. But you got to keep guys busy. That's the yeah, thing that's a thing. Yeah, and that's why I say like I don't knock. Like we have a philosophy of way of doing things, and other people run businesses like. There's a, like they have salespeople, yeah. they, they run. There's a lot volume, of volume. There's a lot of great companies out there. And then there's other guys that are just like, they just, they're tradesmen. They, they're not a business. They're like, they kind of run it like a business, but they're more like on the sole proprietorship yeah. way of things. And they're, they're content with that. Like they don't mind making whatever certain amount of money at the end of the year, right? Like just to be comfortable and then invest their money in something else in real estate or whatever, and just have passive income. But they know when they go to, when they do their job or their vocation, they're helping people yeah. and they're doing great work, right? Do the pneumatic guys look at you guys, you and your dad go up on site and all of a sudden. Like we're Amish? Yeah, I was just, exact, exact, I was like, here come the horse and buggy guys. You know what I mean? Because you're doing a hammer and nail. But yeah, yeah. how much longer are you taking to do your roof versus a pneumatic team? It's, it's. Twice? I think it's it's longer for sure. I don't I can't judge if it's double or triple. Okay. I just I, d I don't even look at that, but like I think just the quality, like not getting called back, it's 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 just worth it. But sometimes I get called backs from people that we gave like a price to and they're like you're very expensive. And I try to tell them like we take our time, everything that we do, we overkill. Like we put ice and water shields you know, three feet like anybody yeah. else. But do you ever hear about people putting ice and water shield under the valley? The valley. Metal not, valley. Not, not everybody does along, that. Yeah. And then three feet along the sides of the valleys as yeah. well. Yeah. Like a lot of people. That guarantees that. you. So even if that valley starts to fail or even those shields near that valley starts to fail, it guarantees that you won't get water penetration. Yeah. That's just guaranteed. It's That's because it's fact. winter. Yeah, it's Toronto, yeah. right? Like it's. You're uh, getting ice dam. I mean, you yeah, get yeah. water going right, and then you try to explain that to homeowners, where it's like, yeah, the ice goes up the roof. What do you yeah. mean it goes up the roof? It's called gravity. No, it's called ice damming. It goes yeah. up because your house, Travels. your attic is warm. It starts to melt it, and now it starts to cool it, and it literally moves the ice. And if that shingle is not properly installed, yeah. it goes underneath it. Yeah. You don't have ice and water shield. It goes on your ply, yeah. your sheet, yeah. and, and so it's ice like and, ice, ice and water shield, as you know, like your construction guy. Ice and water shields is a secondary protector. Yes. But it's the best that you can do with when you're doing the roof. Yes. Because you know it's venting, it's intake, exhaust. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of components. It's worth to it. it to do that. Especially, I mean, if you're doing certain homes, and I, the sheathing is not strong enough because they're using the lowest grade possible. Yeah. And I just, I, I get frustrated when uh, roofing needs to be a certain cost. I just don't, I don't understand how homeowners would actually turn around and go, give me the water. cheapest, fastest, and simplest roof I want. You have everything that you've invested into that home underneath that roof. Yeah. Everything, your furnishings, your family, your everything. And you want to go the cheapest and fastest yeah. crew? That makes no sense. Come on. Yeah, yeah. And we find a lot of things. I don't know if you, I know you have other roofing friends. Yeah. And, um, you know, they probably talk. Associates. There's associates. <laughs> 
And I know that there's like, uh, like they probably tell you there's certain uh, roofing ethnicities and stuff like that, that they're a lot um, doing like half the price of what other people do. That I don't understand how that's possible, but I guess it's just the workforce that you have or yeah. how you run the ship or there's corners being cut. Yeah. And I'm not talking on the tabs of the asphalt shingles, right? Yeah. There's certain things that are being missed or not done or properly. Mm -hmm. And that's the funny thing is that I have yet to meet even one last big job that I did. We set up for the client to get upstairs to, to look at the roof and everything. It was a flat roof application. And as he was climbing up the ladder on the second floor, this was just a 10 foot ladder. He got nervous after the second or third step. And he's like, uh, no, I'm not going to go up. He goes, Manny, can you go up and just shoot a video for me? I was like, sure, I'll <laughs> go up. No problem. And I went up and I shot a video and he was, he signed off on it. But a lot of the times homeowners don't go on the roof. They won't look at it. They won't peek at it. Yeah. It gives certain roofing companies an opportunity to maybe not do everything properly because they think that they won't go up there and take a look at it. But I think homeowners should try to. Yeah. Find the kid who's got no no fears of height or whatever and just get them, stay away from the edge and whatever, but at least go down the roof and then take a look yeah. at the work. Yeah, just get your own ladder. I always recommend that. Like, yeah. don't try to use, like, a roofer's ladder. Like, I get customers and I say, just get your own ladder. Just don't go in ours because of insurance purposes. Yeah, yeah, right? your responsibility at that point. Yeah. yeah, check it out, right? For sure. I even sometimes tell, like, um, I was in Mississauga the other day. And he was my, um, he did waterproofing at my place, right? Nice guy. He's in my rental property. He's done phenomenal work. And when I'm, I'm very, I don't know about you, Manny, but I'm very like when um, contractors do work at my place, I'm very like visual. Like I want to see what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. I'm paying. I want to see what you're doing. Because there's a lot of I'll people that cut corners. I'll show up at Popcorn. And I'll yeah, just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, this is entertainment to me, man. Yeah, I love yeah. watching this. doesn't matter what trade it is. I'll watch it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and yeah. So I told them like, come up on the roof. I want to show you what I'm doing. He's having issues with condensation, put a max event and whatever washer events, not connected. We connect it. And I just tell him, come up on the roof, see it. I want you to see what we do, yes. how it looks. Yes. And he, he, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go take a look. But sometimes some clients, uh, I'm not comfortable. Like one guy, he went on the roof. He wants to see what we're doing because he had blown shingles and we fixed it. And then he had other leak issues with unrelated to what we fixed. And yeah. he's like, I paid you this certain amount of money. So the next time he comes, he comes onto the route. Like he goes on our ladder with our permit. He goes up there. It's breaking all these that, rules. No, man. no, it's, it's fine. Yeah, but he got yeah, up there. Yeah. But he couldn't get back down. Like, <laughs> oh, he, oh, he yeah. got afraid of that first step back off the roof, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, always a little bit of a doozy one. It's always once they get up, it's a little bit tougher. Because they're not looking behind them yeah. when they're getting up. That's why. And then I always like kind of like if they do that, I'm just saying, you gotta, are you comfortable with coming back down too? And then when they say, okay, 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 sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so you guys must get, who still sells roofing nails in bulk? The suppliers still do that, right? Yeah, like any It's regular. not coils, there, but I mean, coils, not, yeah, they're being sold more, right? That's all. I'm assuming they are, yeah. Yeah, I'm figuring. But they sell roofing nails all the time, like, uh, you know, IHL, roofing suppliers. Yeah. Yeah, so. What kind of hammer are you guys swinging? Um, so, my old man, he has an east wing. That's what I was about to 15, say. 15, 15 years, like, it has 20 to be years. An, it the has thing to be is, like, 
Yes. The thing's on a like an angle like this. Yeah, yeah. It like goes with the pitch of the room. <laughs> <laughs> like I try to hit it. I'm used to a normal one. It's like with the pitch. So it's hilarious. You should show it to them and, and then tell them make it already in this angle. Like so this it's all angle. good to yeah, go, yeah. man. Yeah, it's I know. <laughs> and then uh, me, I have a East. I have different like I'm like I'm just a nerd, right? So I have different ones. So I don't know if you ever heard of the AGC magnetic head. No. So it's like it has a magnet on it and it's a hatchet as well. And then it has a blade on the side too if you want to use it. So you can cut like synthetic. Yeah. If you want to use that. And it's also got, you know, your gauge when you want to your step, right? Like let's say um, six inches or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. And then it's also got the mag. So like let's say I'm, I know some people, they say you should put cap nails, but we, we do like just regular hand nails to put the synthetic down or ice and water. Uh, so it's just like you put it there and they're like, boom, boom, boom. And, and it always just, sticks? Yeah, it just sticks. It's like magnetic. Unless it gets a little bit of like the grains from the asphalt. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so even like, so. But it's always sticks and it's fast. It's just like, doosh, doosh. And then I see this old like Italian guy looking at me. Wow, this guy's so fat. Like, I'm really not that fast. <laughs> it's just the magnetic. He's just faster than what a normal you know person what would be. You know what is good? Exactly. But like we're fast. Yeah. We're not those guys that you see on, you know, those, uh, you know, Mexicans and yeah, yeah, Texas yeah, yeah. and a boom, 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 yeah, boom, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But yeah. we're not like that, but we're, we're, we're pretty quick. But uh, like with the, mag what I like about the magnetic hatchet is like when you have to overextend, you know, when you have to put the nail down and then you have to hit it. It's, it's like, already catch. It's already there it's, and you yeah. just like tap it and then hit it. That's actually clever. So, so you it's can like reach easier it. on your body, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the day, I was like, oh. And then you, <laughs> then you get a, a hole and you're Next like, day. You're, you're contorting a certain way just to get the, yeah. the hold and then all of a sudden hit it. And then if it misses or if it goes on an angle or something like that, then oh, you yeah. got to fight it back, right? Yeah, exactly. That's too funny, man. So your dad's been doing it for how long now? He got started in roofing. 85. 85, huh? But he, my dad's been, uh, it's funny because uh, my dad... He started, like, we're from Portugal, right, back in the day, yeah. from the north. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, he he felt grade one, like, four times. <laughs> like, and it wasn't because he didn't want to no. learn. It's just he had to work. Yeah. Like, he just missed all so many days because he was working, right? Like, they were poor, right? Yeah. And he grew up in construction from like eight years old. Just it's working, a different working. time. It's a yeah. different time, man. He was in like Saudi Arabia. Then he got it. He went to jail, and they were like whipping it. Like this guy has he has stories. <laughs> it's hilarious. But he made a life for the family. He brought yeah, everybody yeah. here and did everything right. Yeah, and worked him hard. and my mom. Yeah, they're yeah. just workers. They're yeah. just workers. They just they just they just work hard. So why is it that he went to like he just loved roofing out of all the trades? It just went to it. No, I think. I think I asked him this question. He said that just the money's good. It like is good that's money. the reason why he went into roofing because he tried um, bricklaying, but he said it was tough. Like to be a laborer in the winter, like because roofing you had to tent. He said it was you're so on the outside. You're in and out of the cold, hot, cold, hot. You're and mixing, then if you're yeah, blowtorching the sand to like break up the freeze, the frost. It's tough. Yeah, I know it's hard. And if you're if you're if you're um, if you're like uh, the labor for like like five guys and they're all waiting for you like stress you know old school portuguese way you know how it is you're right? getting yeah. razzed Yo, man. you're man. getting seriously you're getting, razzed yeah that's just how it is but that doesn't happen these days anymore not, not does anymore. it i don't I think know. i don't think i've seen i've seen it with some of the italian guys i've seen i've even seen it with the irish guys they do a lot of razzing yeah. going on right in the brickies yeah it still goes on that way right but not to the extent where shovels are being thrown 
you yeah. know, trials are being thrown. <laughs> it's, it's different. Yeah. It's a different mindset. Yeah, so different you get mindset. into it and then you get hustling and he just teaches you the same principles. Yeah. He, te- he, te- he ta- like, I like to say this, he taught me the blueprint and I'm just kind of like, I'm introducing now stuff to him yeah. in different ways because I'm getting into different things. Yeah. And I know you come closer to the mic. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no problem. And I know you asked me like, you know, uh, like what would be another trade? Like, carpentry is another trade that I would be interested in because if I were to go back and redo everything, carpentry is just like the measurements, the angles, like it's like the, the it's like the trade to get into building. Like it's yep. like your, it's like your, your foundation. Right. So yeah. I think when I started picking up on all those things and watching YouTube videos and I watch all these builders, I don't know if you watch Perkin building brothers. I don't know if you never see, so you don't, I've heard of it, but no? I don't I watch it. They're yeah. really good. They're entertaining yeah. me. Where are they out of? North Carolina, I think. Yeah. Charleston, okay. around there. Timber framers or, or rough carpenters? No, they're just like carpet builders, and but first carpenters. Yeah. And I just watch for fun, and they teach you a lot. Then it, like, opened my eyes to other stuff, and I was like, wow. Like, there's, like, so much other avenues that you learn, right? I love that there's a lot of trades that do go on social, like YouTube and whatever, and they share so much, right? Yeah. Like, they'll give up so much that you can pay attention and get a real good idea of it and then get on a site and you're kind of book smarts at that point. And then you can kind of start putting yeah. A and B together, right? And then it just, you just like, you problem solve. Like, you, yes. you're, before you wouldn't problem solve, now you see things in a different way. Yeah. And you understand things in a different way. Like, back in the day, I wouldn't really know the measurements. I would just do it. Whereas now you know, like the, the littlest one sixteenth or whatever. Like I know it sounds so normal to you, but for other people in different industries, because roofing they don't, there's no school for roofing. No, there isn't, <laughs> and there's no, there's no inspection for roofing. There's no like there's a bunch of stuff that is not applicable, and I think that there should be, uh, but that's just going to increase costs and increase a bunch of stuff on top of that, right? Yeah. I want to. I used to have a place at Sinclair and Dufferin, and I remember when I was walking around the neighborhood, just there on Louder, there, just north of Louder, Sinclair. Yeah, I know. And uh, I was walking around the neighborhood one day, and I was watching these guys install, by, funny enough, by hand, green three tab shingles, and I'm just standing there going, "They still make green three tab shingles, the light <laughs> like green ones or the dark ones? dark greens one." And oh, I'm like, "They got to be Portuguese or they got to be Italian, <laughs> one or the other, right?" Because there's nobody who selects dark green three tab shingles. And I'm assuming that you could order them if you wanted that, that they're still manufacturing yeah, those like things, right? DNCs, roofing supplies, right? They like have them all the time, it's right? It's green three-tap yeah. shingles. It's so funny because there's so many people that you, you think, like so many people pick them. I don't know why. They love it. They want yeah. it. And it's just like, I know that if my dad was still here, he'd be choosing it too. He'd be like, that's the color I want. And I'm like, it's green. I don't understand. Green roof. It doesn't look like moss. It's not yeah, like that. No, it's not cedar shakes that's got yeah. moss on it or something. It's but hilarious. <laughs> I want to talk a little history here. Let me share a little history here. Largest talking about timber. Largest timber structures in the world. Uh, Atlas, United States. It was built to test EMP effects for nuclear explosions on large aircraft. Twelve stories high, a thousand foot long wooden structure could not use nails or bolts due to research was put together using glue, laminate, and fiberglass pegs. It cost sixty mil, and project ended in nineteen ninety one. It's insane. Uh, Spain, a metropole, parasol, uh, six massive mushroom like structures, four hundred and ninety by 
230 feet, 80 feet tall, made of birch, imported from Finland because of its straight quali qualities. Ruins from the Roman era were discovered during construction, resulting in, uh, I'm not going to even pronounce that, Antinquir, 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 I don't know, being built under the structure. Uh, and then there's Russia, Ki Hi Pung Ist. She's helpful. She's very helpful putting these things, and I still can't pronounce the, the phonetic versions that she puts on for me. Uh, world's largest standing structure built entirely from wood. Two churches and a bell tower made of scribe-fitted horizontal logs and corner joinery, all, cost using, all cut using hand axes. It's all old school, man. Uh, yeah, and the last one is uh, United States, which was uh, the Telemuk Air Museum. Uh, Barrel-roofed uh, wooden hangar, former military blimp hangar, world's largest clear-span wooden structure, wow. 1,072 feet tall. That's insane. And 30, 300 feet wide. Houses private uh, World War II aircraft collection. Never even knew these places. Places that you could check out. So, Nuno... <sighs> How is the real estate market these days? Is it funny? Something going funny? Something going fishy? Definitely something going fishing. Okay, so uh, something is fishing. going fishing. Yeah. So when I'm seeing real estate agents talking about, <clears throat> oh, everything's good, all good, everything's fine, keep buying, keep buying, keep buying, keep buying. Yeah, so right now, it's kind of going the opposite direction. So like the it's interest going rates somewhere, are going up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so the thing with, um, with that, when I look at real estate, I obviously always see the macro right? Like the bigger picture. And when I always tell people you're buying real estate, for example, think long-term, right? Don't think like, you know, the cycles, obviously you don't want to buy when the cycle's going down. Like we're on a six consecutive, um, like hike on the interest rates in, going up in one year. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's dangerous, <clears throat> man. It is. I think it's a bit much, especially with the prices, like the house prices, the way they are. Yeah. I, I say um, just run your numbers. Like if it's something that you can't afford, like you, when you buy, buy that you know you can afford it. You have a, a secure job. You have a good down payment. Um, just, just, sorry, yeah, ju ahead. just for the homeowners that are really stupid, what's the buffer? Like if you can't afford a certain house, don't try to get approvals so close to your buffer yeah. that you're going to be in a really bad spot. Cause anybody who did that at the start of the year, and then we had six hikes with the bank of Canada, people are paying twice what they were paying at the start exactly. of the year. And so you're beyond your buffer at that point. And now you're stuck in this mortgage. Yeah. And now you're paying off um, your house, which is not worth as much as you thought it'd be worth. Right. So yeah, that's the thing. Or like, uh, don't, don't overstretch yourself. Sometimes it's, it's like everybody wants to invest. I would, I would recommend people to wait a little bit and see, like, obviously the it rates, they're already talking about it going up again, Yep. but just, just be conservative. Like have, have an emergency fund, like plan, like recessions. If we do get into recession, maybe we are already in it or in the transition of it. Uh, hold on, like have a plan for like two, three years from now, like, uh, get into it you don't want to buy now and then you lose your value you want to kind of when it's time to reverse or s get steady kind of like start investing again right but the bad spot is that everyone thinks get in flip yeah do some lipstick here and there make it look pretty make it smell nice and then all of a sudden you try to sell and you can't. it's hard to sell 
you can't compete on the market because then you're you're asking for a fixed number that you calculated that you want to make a profit from yeah but unfortunately that number is higher than what the competition is selling for in the same street so it's all comparable to that point yeah and and we're in a buyer's market now yeah so the problem is back in the day like you could do that lipstick stuff right get away with it you get away with it but now guess what buyers got a a home inspector yeah got a home inspector now so now the rules are all coming back now now it's like now we're checking out everything now it's like hey we saw all this stuff we're getting an abatement for 10 15,000 below or something i've 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 heard like even from a roofing client like they wanted their house inspected by it the roof inspected by us they just sold 60,000 below asking, asking price hoping and then that they're that like oh higher oh like <clears throat> they they list it for a certain price it's sold for 60,000 and then they're like they're kind of even telling me they're like you know they trying they're trying to take advantage of us you know on the market and it's like hey like like think about you think they cared about they care about you like you thought about them when it was like a a a home like a a seller's Seller's market market. no they they didn't it wasn't so that that the table has turned for sure you just got to be prepared to either weather that storm and hang on to that property for the time being yeah or be ready to take that loss that's just how it works yeah. those are your options on the table now but if yeah. you can't carry it last thing we want is to be stuck in the situation that the americans were stuck in 08 yeah. right yeah like when that housing boom just exploded yeah. so we don't want that but that's what it smells like here now right yeah and we have we, to be careful yeah especially here in vancouver it's 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 very very dangerous and um i have a lot of friends in banking and and this is like eight years ago like talking to friends uh, telling me this like this was potentially going to They're happen. like tellers, like telling me like, no, they're just telling me you like, you don't know how many people they're living. Like they have less than a thousand dollars in their bank account. Like they're just, so they're, check you're to check. too close to the buffer. That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah. And I know that they're trying to fight, I guess it's social pressure. Would it be like, they're trying to fight where to be living because they want to be associated or next to certain amenities i guess in the city right so if yeah. you're if your heart is dead set and your significant other is dead set on we have to be in leslie we have to be in queen west we have to be in these all these little mm-hmm. communities you don't have to be anything man like there's no yeah. reason for you to do that yeah, yeah but they're all trying to i guess compete with the joneses i suppose at that point yeah and i think some people are are stretched too like a lot of times you see a very smart young people and they went to university i went to university and um they get to that point and then it's hard to get a job or or whatever they finally do and then the house prices when they could have bought a house after high school like they could have like they already had their house paid off like if if they had purchased their house one let's like i'm 37 right yeah yeah so let's say i graduate 2003 if i bought a home i worked full-time roofing or whatever trade carpentry whatever trade is cement and I bought a home versus like, I took a path. I took a path of like, I got into teaching. That's another thing, but we don't need to get into that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What like, aren't you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm always a growth, I'm a growth junkie, uh, but let's okay. say we're getting into that. And then some people didn't, um, they just went, they just went to work, purchase a house. And then the person after they're done school, let's say they did school for seven years. So a house that they could bought for, because before the boom, right? 
they could have bought for, I remember my neighbor selling their house for like 340. And after I'm done school, the same house is selling for 960, right? And it's like, I invested my time into school, into my, my trade or what a profession. Yeah, yeah. And then some people are stuck in that, right? They're finished, they're both educated, they're both making like 100K, like they work at banks. And then to afford a house in Toronto for 1.2, it's still like, not enough. Yeah, it's like. But then they still make it work. They make the numbers they just, work. Yeah, because they're like, I want to live in the city. My work's here. I don't want to get out because we have great, great jobs. And we're just like, we'll just see how it goes. But right? what happens if things change dramatically? Yeah, and that's the thing, right? So hopefully those people, when let's say they bought like a year ago, hopefully they, they, they have a secure job and they got a five-year fixed, okay? So, and another thing I wanted to get to is funny because I have two places. I have the where, I, uh, where I live and then I have my rental property yeah. or whatever. So with all this pandemic stuff going on, I was listening to Pierre Polvier yeah. uh, talk. Yep. He's, he's interesting. Um, and I'm word. not, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not, I'm not like a conservative. I'm not liberal. I'm not saying what I am. Uh, I'm just common sense. I'm a swing voter. You're a Portuguese but, Canadian. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> So I heard uh, one, one time him on YouTube talking and he was saying, he was talking to the finance minister of the liberal government and he's like, we might get into inflation, right? Like really bad. This is before it even happened. It's like a year ago, right? He was um, already talking about that. He was already talking about it. And he's like, how are you going to curb inflation? You know what the finance minister said? I can only imagine. What, what do you think he said? Six times in a row, right? Interest rates. Are, we're gonna make the interest rates go up, that's so we the, can. That's not this. That's yeah. not. A, that's not a solution at all. Yeah, yeah. It's not a solution. It's actually. Um, it's a catalyst for for worse. That's just like you're 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 adding fuel to a fire fuel to at a that fire. point. Yeah, yeah. That's all you're doing. So to get to my story, um, my uh, mortgage on my other property, um, it was coming up this summer. So my friend Nelson Santos, I'm not trying to like. No, no drop him, man. Yeah, no, Nelson no, Santos drop from, you know. Yeah. Uh, so he just messaged me because he changed banks. He went from CIBC to um, Scotiabank, right? So he reaches out. He's just trying to make some sales volumes, I guess. Yeah. He's like, Nuno, uh, I see here. Like he looked into my account, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. He helped me out, right? Of course, yeah. He's like, I see that you're, because I'm already with Scotia. So he's, he just got into Scotia, right? It's yeah. not like he was at another uh, place and that's when he's seen it. And he's like, uh, I see um, you coming, coming up for renewal and I can renew now, which was in the winter, like December, we can renew now. How much so, earlier than the experience, uh, like what, six months? Yeah, like I, I, it was probably like June. So it was like before six months. Okay. It was before my date. Okay. So you can lock it in. And I saw... Apovier, uh Pierre talking about it. I'm like, now's the time, right? So I locked it in five years at 2.54. Smart. What is it now? I don't even. I don't. I don't follow it. That up was a very. That, that was a very smart move, man. Yeah, yeah. The majority of people were doing variable. Yeah, like gladly are, doing variable. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people are still on variable. Yeah, they just see it like uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, it's a write off. Like, but. what do you think you saved? Do you have an idea, rough idea, what you think you may I think have? I'm saving because the 
interest. I guess when it was saving, we're talking about you're, you're actually saving three hundred bucks a month. Yeah, you're you, the the contribution to the principal is a lot greater than what you would if you were variable. You would have been paying so much more to the interest itself. Yeah, that's the difference here yeah. versus everybody else's. You're literally you're like digging dry sand. Yeah, right. And, and I think it's like I mentioned. You brought it up. It's like why are people getting into that? I think. I, I can't explain that, but I could explain with people that have like fundamentals. Um, you know, you want to invest. Uh, you got to think long term, buy and hold. I think that's the best strategy than yeah. like try to flip, right? Like flipping works, but it's very, very, you got to be very good at what you're doing. You got to be really quick and in and out. And mm -hmm. I think that moment has passed, come and gone. Yeah. I don't think, and I don't care what TV shows are saying that this is a great opportunity. You should do this. Here's an income idea, an income opportunity. No, man, it's all done. That's done and yeah. dead. It's just that's not, that's not what's going in for next year. It can't be, right? So anybody yeah. who's trying to do I know a few guys that kind of said, I'm going to try it. I'm going to give it a shot. And then they spent a large chunk of their savings, and then they invested. And all of a sudden, I would reach out and talk to them. And I'm like, how's everything going? Not good. We're still in the market. We're still in the market. We're still in the market. So now you got a property that you try to flip. Still in the market. So now your question is, how you much am banks. I going to reduce and how much am I going to be reducing? Yeah. Or am I going to hang on to this? But if you've sunken everything into it to try to get yeah. a payday out of it, then you're in a you're in a bad spot. Yeah. And now it's not like um, three years ago, right? Or five years, five, three years five, ago. Yeah, five years. It's not even that. It's like, look what we're dealing with now. It's like shortages. We're dealing with. Like just if you if you wanted to renovate your house, let's for example, you're in that trade, right? Yeah. Like how long do you wait for a GC? Well, during the last two years or whatever, three years, guys were giving six month windows, if not longer. They were going in a whole year window. And then as you a homeowner, wait. you gotta wait. But everybody was like, We all learned our lesson that our home isn't a home anymore. We need to renovate. So who do we get? We gotta keep on calling. Nobody's available. Who do we get? We get some fly by night. Who do we get? Cash jobs. Who do we? So the the pool, yeah, yeah. starts going right down, right? Yeah, like GC is different. It's a total different animal than like just like niche. niche. But people are desperate at that point. Yeah, I know, and they just want to get anything. They just done. Get then anything. it becomes a, a horror show. Yeah. Then it becomes problem after problem after problem, right? Yeah. And, and then what do you do? And then and the thing, uh, Manny, as well is as you know, especially during the pandemic, it's like you order windows or you order like. How long do you wait? No, you wait a long. There's been some guys in, in Canada, some companies that have been pretty quick turnaround, yeah. right? But, I mean, is it the best product? I don't know if it's the best, but yeah. you are getting it reasonably fast. Yeah. How about um, I was hearing through a friend, uh, you know, like the electric boxes or the panels? Oh, the panels was a joke. Wow. And I got, I got I, from what I understand, there was it got to a point where they were purposely doing this just for supply and demand. And that's what I was getting really upset about is like you guys are marking or you're creating a storm just to get more profit mm -hmm. out of products that you're currently yeah. selling. So at that point, you get these companies that have bean counters just sitting down going, listen, if we create a shortage, we can charge this much more for it now. And people will wait another month. Yeah. And then we just made another 100 points on it. And the worst thing That's is not right. And the first, and the worst thing is too is people know that they have waited a long time, and then they grab instead of grabbing one, they grab like three or four on purpose, or they'll so, purchase more expensive items. Yeah, like I mentioned, it, I think before where I was like, Kohler was selling, outselling all their higher end luxury products during this time 
because they couldn't maintain all the lower end products and all the higher end oh, stuff wow. was already on the list was ready on the shelves it was ready to go so people were paying more i still believe the reason why sprinter vans had no chips because all the chips went into the s-class and the e-class the two new vehicles that they designed that they were launching there was never wow. a shortage of those two vehicles they were all ready to go vehicles that cost 150 grand to 200 grand or wow. the e-class is costing 100 grand those are all ready to go but the work vans that we desperately need there's no chips for them wow so you you create this demand that forces people to pay more like yeah. vans are going up to 100 grand now 110 grand i like anybody who's bought the lightning same thing man like you're paying 100 grand for a pickup truck yeah so it's i get it we're in we're in an economy that we've created that these companies they're allowed to do this they just yeah. do it and then the the we pay for it if you're if you're going to be that homeowner and you want to pay for it by all means do it but i me personally this whole year yeah i've been talking to myself in the back of my head i'm going that's just way too expensive i'm not purchasing it and this is the point i'm trying to get to at manny is like what's better to just buy a property hold on to it for now and just like invest slowly long term or like uh do a major reno and then you got three things missing, right? You got the contractor, got to wait. Material. Material's expensive. Or and wait. then you got to wait. Yeah. So you got those three things. So why do that now? Why not wait a little bit and then do it? But I get it. Everybody, it's like everybody has goals. Everybody looks forward to something. And then they're like, oh, like I've been home all, like I get it, right? I've been home this whole time. It's like, yeah, we should get a pool, right? Like. What about the agents that are turning around and saying, don't worry, this will course correct. What track are you on? Like, I don't understand court. Like, why are they so certain it's going to course correct when they were not certain that this was going to happen? Uh, what do you mean by agents? Like, real So estate? agents are saying, listen, yeah, I understand the bank yeah. rates going up. It will level out. It will go down. It will. Yeah. And housing prices will go back up. It's not going to course correct. <clears throat> I think... I think like if you understand like uh, economics or real estate cycles or economic cycles, they're, they're cyclical. For yes, sure. for sure. I think that's what they're trying to say, but they're just not saying it right. Maybe. But that's, I don't know. That's, that's yeah. a years of course correction. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's, overnight. Yeah. So one thing, I don't know if you know this, uh, Manny, uh, economic versus real estate, real estate cycles are longer. Yeah. Right. Then compared to regular, like recessions, if you look at average recessions, I'm not going to um, come here and pretend I'm an no, economist. No, 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 of course. Yeah. But they say like recessions last one to three years. And that's what, unless it's like a depression, right? Then it becomes like the stock market crash, 1929. But yeah, real estate is, is just, it's like you said, it's a, it's a long-term game. And nobody really knows. And we wouldn't really, everybody. So, I mean, anybody that's saying that, I guess they're trying to be optimistic yeah. at that point. Maybe but realtors want to sell, right? That's why. So yeah, they're, yeah. they're still trying going back to the suppliers and they're creating the storm. So realtors could, they could be doing the same thing too. Don't worry. No, no. It's a good time to buy. It's a good time yeah, to buy. Yeah, because right if, if you tell them not to buy, I like, I'm, I don't have to sell. Yes. Like I'm, I'm comfortable. Like I don't have to sell. Like I help my customers, uh, my clients. It's, it's like I always have their heart and mind. I'm very honest. That's probably why I'm not as successful in real estate than roofing. Yeah. Because I'm very honest and I just want what's best for them. Not maybe not um, you know, some guys they're just they just want to sell. They want to sell, sell, sell. And they're very ruthless. 
And when they kind of want to, you know, spin the narrative towards that, of course, because they want to sell. They're not going to say, hey, you know, it's a bad time to sell. Like, yeah, I'm not going to get a commission check, right? So <laughs> it's like, yeah, don't buy. Like, But you're not doing it for the same reason. And they don't have all their ducks in the same, like everything is, it's different for you at that point. It's, yeah, for me, it's different for them. They have everything invested into that. They yeah. don't have, they may, they may have like rental property, a lot of them get anything, but they don't, and there's a like 40% of the industry, I don't know if you know, is like part-time, right? Oh, I didn't know like that. Like majority, that. it's a lot. It's like oh, a half high of percentage. The really, yeah? Yeah, it's like a lot of people do it. Like even in the States. So what is it, CFL? Like yeah. everyone's got a second <laughs> job? Is that what's going on <laughs> there? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize Ricky that. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> For all the Americans out there, you know, we, I think they must be using that joke too, huh? Yeah, probably. They have to be using that joke, right? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's another. That's, another, that's a uh, whole other story. Narrative. But I, I just, it, it makes you wonder, I guess right now everyone, the lesson to learn is just be careful. Just pay attention to everything and just yeah. question everything now. And if it doesn't feel right, then don't move forward. That's yeah, and just cover your fundamentals, right? Yeah. Like, don't overstretch. Have a, an emergency fund and um, your time will come. Hard work, slowly. Sit. Yeah, Simple no quick. That. Not everybody. No, I know, but in today's digital age, man, everything's a quick, man. I can look. Follow me and do this and do yeah. that and you'll be a millionaire. And that's like, yeah. no, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, it's all the kids now, you know, like they all want to be like TikTok stars and whatever. It's all like that. A little OBC talk here. Uh, clearances around cooktops. Clearances around cooktops. Framing finishes and cabinetry installed during, directly above the location of the cooktop must be at least 29 and a half above the heating elements. You know what? That's the question that everyone always asks me. What? No, what was going on? You're shaving. What? What's this one? Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. I made a mistake. That's why she was signaling me. She don't worry. No, 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 no. This is a well-oiled machine, man. It's a well-oiled machine. Roof systems. Here, oh, we, here go. we go. Now yeah. this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I was you. thinking like cook dogs. I know. No, 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 don't worry. We, got, it's, we need more people on the team. Uh, me more. more. I don't know. You, know. you need a gallon of espresso. I know. That's, that's a, what it, I already had two today. I'm all good. Go. Roof systems of wood frame construction must be either tied to exterior masonry walls by at least half-inch diameter anchor bolts, which cannot be more than seven ten seven feet ten inches up and a half apart does that make sense so hang on a second roof systems of wood frame construction must be either tied to an exterior so i guess you're talking about party walls and i'm assuming maybe like the like the um, like the what do you call it the trusses yeah like the trusses themselves kind of like sit on top yeah but they're anchored to wood framing as well. Must be embedded at least three and a half inches into the masonry. Must be fastened to lumber rafter. Okay, so these are options, right? Lumber so, rafters. Yeah, yeah, so lumber rafter plate at least one and a half inch thick. Yeah, so you're your top blade. Or anchored by nailing the wall furring strips to the side. Of, I've always used hurricane strips, hurricane ties. People think it's overkill, but I don't want to find out if a hurricane comes <laughs> into Ontario and all of a sudden that roof will go. As the shingles are flapping away, right? Uh, the Direco, right? <laughs> Just recently. Did you hear about the Direco? No. What happened? The summer? No. Oh, wow. Like what it hit certain areas. Maybe it didn't hit your area. It was like a tornado that like, you know, tornadoes go like this. Yeah. I, I know this because my client told me, Gino from Vaughn, like he's very into this. And the tornado came like that towards. That's the, the one that took out the homes. They took out the homes, not just the roofs. Probably homes, yeah, not just the roofs. Yeah, but like it happened in I think June or July. Yeah, yeah I remember it was that. Really bad, yeah. So it was a horizontal tornado. Yeah, apparently it's like it's a horizontal one. 
And it's very rare. It only happens in the States. It's never. So why was it up here? I don't know. Uh, maybe global global warming. Maybe it stuff. filled out the arrive can app and it showed up here or something like that, man. Anchors must two million dollar <laughs> must be at least yeah yeah it's all good. Eh? He signed off on everything. Must be at least one and an eighth by eighth inch corrosive resistant steel straps. Here you go. Must be shaped to provide mechanical key with a masonry. Uh, must extend across at least three joists if the joists are parallel to the wall. Those are the anchors. That's a little bit of OBC talk. Now the green book talk is going to belong to. This one? No. I'm surprised you this didn't. This one. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you didn't get into like the underlayment, right? No, DC. we didn't. Wow. We have, no, we didn't. I, I, was, well, I was ready for that question, we're, actually. We're going to talk about that. No, first of all, when it comes to, hang on a sec, we're going to shift back gears back, back to roofing now. OBC-wise, you don't even, ha- like ice and water doesn't apply in OBC. So apparently, like I haven't read it, like read it a long time ago, like once into it. Like, you know, in the States, like you go to Florida, it's funny because Florida... Like, they don't deal with ice, right? No, they don't take care of it. So, yeah. So, like, them, from what I see from, like, roofer groups on Facebook and stuff, because we all, like, mingle and talk smack and whatever, um, <laughs> they're saying, like, in, 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 um, in Florida that they do, like, full, like, it's cold, like, full synthetic, full ice Over and the water. Over the entire roof? Yeah, like. I, I, I have to look into why? it because that's what they're saying. Yeah. Why? And here we don't. Like, we're so outdated. Why are they doing full roof coverage? Yeah, I don't know. Like, this is what people are saying. Don't, like, quote me on it. But if they're saying it, I think it's, I'm thinking it's, ro- like, we even laugh about it in the group, right? But their roofs don't breathe. Which, which roofs? In Florida. Why don't they? They why? don't have roofs that are vented. They don't, don't need it. So if you're ceiling, I'm just trying to, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking building science, building passive. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of argument that if you ice and water shield the whole roof, the roof can't breathe properly. You need some exposure to get yeah, out of there. You need, you need, you need some. So yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get a hot roof getting very, very warm. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look into let, that. Yeah. Look into it because I'm this is, this is that. like hearsay too, right? Like I'm hearing this from what they're saying and we like a little, like we laugh because we have a bit, a mixture of like, folks roofers from the states and roofers yeah from we Canada. mix and match yeah and that's what they're like they're laughing at like why we just so basically going to your question like you just have to have like let's say ice and water shield like they say like um you know from your interior wall just has to be nine inches like from inside wall so obviously you have overhang but you know you're like let's say yep. where your so OBC their line starts yeah. at your interior wall. It doesn't start at the roof edge. Yeah, exactly. Right, but that works out to be if you put one roll, exactly. it works out to be a like ten or twelve Depending inches depending on past the roof. Because some, yeah. some have like two feet, some have one foot, some have nothing. Right. But back to the Florida, yeah. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't vent their roofs. I don't know. I don't know. I know that like I've seen videos on YouTube where, um, like. I've seen them have, I think if I'm not, if I'm not, uh, if I'm, I'm not sure if I'm right or wrong, but they would have like their AC system. I don't know if it's, it's under always no, or on top. It's always an, in, on yeah. top, right? So it's always, so, yeah, it's always it attic based, right? Yeah. Yeah. So That's I believe why, you. And then they have like crawl space too. Yes. That's another different yeah. thing. Right. So then why would you be putting ice and water shield throughout? The I don't know. It creates a know. bigger problem. Yeah. Unless they're putting metal roof. I'm not too sure. 
like not ice and water, but other other. That's other a good systems. question. We can have somebody from we'll Florida look it up. Yeah, reaching yeah. out and talking. Yeah, to exactly. like, like, I mean, yeah, and you're right though. All of a sudden, then you come to us with we with have nothing. harsh harsh climate here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and we have no regulations. So all like, they care about is the roof is actually vented. That's all they. Yeah, care about. so maybe this is what the discussion is. Is like this is a roofer from Florida, and he's at Florida, and maybe he's doing these things. I don't know if it's right, or maybe he's just. I'm assuming, like, so you, what you're saying is if you put on a shingle roof that, I'm not saying that you're saying this, but they don't put any underlayment or they just put a little bit? No, they just put, I, I've never seen them put it throughout the whole roof. And my thought process is that yeah, they're not the venting yeah. it. So you're like, okay, can you, you have you ever been in a hot sunny day and, and you're right underneath, like if you're working in a roof yeah, and yeah. that roof is, it's like you yeah, can feel the heat coming oh, off yeah. of the wood. Yeah. So it's almost like you're, you're baking it you're yeah. like it's it's just going to create problems at that point yeah like even us like we don't uh even on my own place like i don't go with synthetic all the way up like i do it if the client asks but i don't go with it all the way up i leave like the top section open sometimes i do but that's obc so that's telling us that we have to have that nine ten inches from the yeah. the the wall line not the roof uh, line yeah and that's that's one course right and then yeah. i don't i correct me if i'm wrong you don't need ice and water in the valleys. I don't think you do. OBC. I'm, I'm talking about OBC. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, don't think, think you, you do. I've never seen that. I just see the eaves. To. Yeah. Do they still use tar paper? Like, is tar paper still sold? <laughs> they do still sell they them. Still, for what purpose? Uh, maybe for vapor. Is it like a vapor barrier or whatever? It's a oh, little bit water resistant. Uh, no. Like, it, synthetic's better, right? Yes. So it's funny because, you know, being old school, my dad, right? He would still, like use uh felt paper and then started using the membranes yeah but it was like i was telling him this whole time like we have synthetic it's easier to apply it's water resistant it's much better system did he get it and he didn't like, he didn't get it you know, old school right? of course, of they, course. Don't, they don't listen yeah like, i like the old this school is what guy. i've been using i'm gonna keep on yeah using yeah it. and then it, it was funny because he used, we had another old school guy and then once he started using it he's like it was funny because i would tell him it's like yeah, this stuff's the best and whatever. And then he started using it. I'm like, really? I've been telling but you this for like no, eight years. No, but he's not supposed to listen to you. He's supposed to listen to somebody else that's closer his to age. His. Exactly, <laughs> right? And if they tell you exactly what you just told him, yeah, yeah. then they'll agree to it. And, exactly. and you'll wonder, you look at him going, well, who turned the light on? I don't understand what's going yeah. on here, man. Yeah, like, yeah. No, but that's how it works. That's how an old school changes to a new school. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's slowly <laughs> like transitioning to the thing. It's like, you know, the maximum event is like, you know, old louver vents and louver vents, right? Yeah. So it's like old, like, listen, like my old man, when he does the work, it's like to the like 80s and 90, but perfect, like 90s, right? And then it's like just time changes, the materials change, everything changes. And then like there's new tools out. Like you've seen the pitch hopper. Ever see the pitch hopper that you like, it's on the roof and then you like, the I don't know, it's just like a sponge and it's on an angle. Never seen it. You know about the ridge cap. Uh, no, a pitch no. hopper is like, I don't know, it's kind of like uh, like um, like a couch. You know, like a couch, like the cushion that roofers go on and they like Yeah, they yeah, 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 I know you're talking but about. But it's like an angled yes. pitch hopper. It's like this, but it's on the roof. Yes. And then you just it's like a wedge. It. Yeah. Yeah. And you go on it, right? And yeah. I'm trying to show it, like, I don't trust that. <laughs> he didn't like it? <laughs> no, he doesn't based like on, it. But it's not going to go anywhere. It doesn't. It bites. The only thing I think with that is after like, a year of using it it's wait yeah yeah you gotta you gotta like just put your shingles on it right don't so look don't guys know it's good like a, a old piece of carpet or something like that or yeah like, i would do like we don't we use just jack and board yeah but like i would just use like 
that that way, like the the kushong and whatever, right? Like, are, the, uh, let me ask you: Are whirly birds or whatever are they? I don't no, like they're that. garbage, right? Yeah, they're garbage. Not only that, they're ugly to look at. Like you, it's it's almost like a turkey that's stuck on top then, of the roof. Yeah, and they're and they can sound pretty horrible too. Are they noisy too? Huh? So when they start squeaking and stuff, because you hear the, it through yeah, the whole yeah, house, it's huh? getting ru- rusty, and then people like like you can't sleep sometimes, right? Like because of the wind, and they're like dee, 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 they're just doing the noise. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I recommend, there's a couple of products out there. Uh, we started using like the you know the solar vents. Yeah, you heard them kind of yeah. like go green. Yeah, I like their products. I've used it. Are they good? They work. <sighs> The problem with that is like when I had, you know, when you get a customer that's OCD, like asks you every little detail about it in every situation. Pretty much every customer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, when, once we started getting a, uh, so one guy, he would ask us, does it work at night? So I'd call, <laughs> does it work at night? Good question. Don't you think in the summer night, it's hot in there? But it doesn't it's reserve. Solar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's solar. It doesn't work at night. Yeah, and they wouldn't work at night because it needs a certain amount of like. It, it doesn't have a like a reservoir. It doesn't keep no charge. That, I don't think that one does. That but makes it's, no. It's funny sense. because I knew. I don't know if he was the owner or the sales rep for them. I can call them anytime. Like he would answer Jason or whatever. Nice guy. Good product. But then they wouldn't work at night. Like roofers are using them all the time. Like they don't they. And another thing is like, if the motor stops working, it's just a louver vent. So what I like, what I like, Manny, is I like a maximum vent, an optimum vent. You ever see them when you go to Quebec? Yeah, they're nice. They're a Quebec-based company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like those because it's just mechanical. It's solid. And then, you know, this, another thing is, how is a solar vent going to work when there's snow on top of it? That's another point. Yeah. So I, I had the same line. arguments with um, skylights. I've had clients before like, no, we don't want a skylight. I don't want a hole in this roof. I don't want to have any problems. What if the power goes out and all this other stuff? And they were just launching the new uh, solar power one. Not solar power. Um, rain activated sensors on yeah. them. So even close. if you've got no power, the house is killed. It's a battery. A battery. It, it just, it just like, as soon as water touched it, and they, like, they couldn't believe it. And all yeah. of a sudden, I installed one. I did a video on another job. You literally lick your thumb, and you just touch the sensor, yeah. and it closes on its own. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. And I'm like, there goes your solar. But then they, they introduced the solar power version one as well, too, right? Yeah. And, and Back up. I'm assuming if there is a reserve for that, like, but from what I've seen, I don't like, I don't see it. Like I've had customers where they installed four through a restoration company. Yeah. And as one of my customers, um, I went back and I put on maximum vents and they're not working Four, uh, three out of the four ones like going slowly, but three out of four don't work. So what is the point? Like the purpose of this is, is it scientifically proven that you can move more air out of that attic with that instead of just a natural regular hole in the roof? Is that what it is? Yeah, so it pushes more air, right? It's just okay. like a whirly vent, right? I don't know the Without science the noise behind though, it. right? It has a little bit of a thing, but it doesn't... Yeah, so a whirly vent makes more noise when they start getting... Older. Older because it's all mechanical. And the thing with the... You're, you're going into with the... Um, the uh, whirly vent yeah. is when they stop working, you know water gets in, right? Because they're angled. Like, look at it. Like, just So if it, it rains at a certain angle, it just, it's true. It's, it's right. Yeah, it's, it's all just open. A, it's a cavity. It's a, yeah. yeah. Versus if you get, like, a maximum vent, like, the water hits yeah. and it goes out, right? Like, it doesn't get in. It's just common. Like, But it's old school. People don't want them anymore, a lot of them. But, yeah, it's it's very popular, right? People just know it because it's very they see it, right? So like spinning right but here's the funny thing is you tell homeowners that 
by the time you realize that there's a leak in the in your house, that's from months ago, possibly. Oh yeah, because you got water coming in and it's soaking all your blown in, and then it's dampening that. Then it's mm-hmm. got to get through the drywall, and then you'll finally get a water spot. That could be like depending on how much rainfall getting in there. It could be weeks to months, right? And it depends how good the insulation job is too. <laughs> if it's <laughs> like four or five time. inches or something like that, or if you got if you got like our proper whatever it is, yeah, yeah. you got it fifteen to time. sixteen inches, then you're gonna get a lot of water going in there, and you'll be like, it'll be a while. It'll be a while, yeah. and then all of a sudden you get a phone call, and you go, "Oh, this has been going on for a long, long time." Then you got a bigger problem. Now yeah. you got to change all that insulation. And we get we get customers that like I, I even ask them like, "How how do you not have you know, like you?" Sh- you have the best insulation guy ever. Like, how do you not have water for this amount of time? Like, I see plywood, like, that's dark. Like, like, like you know how when it's faded, like, you leave it out on a construction site for six months? Yellows. It, yeah. did, it almost looks like Douglas. Or, it's like been there. Yeah, yeah, hemlock. Been there for a long yeah, time. I they know, ask, yeah. how long has it been? It's like, uh, the, by the color, it's probably been, like, here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> oh, man. Do you like ridge caps? Do you prefer them or you like them or no? Oh, you mean the ridge vents? Sorry, the ridge vents. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're they're pricey. They're much more expensive. I I don't know the exact prices, but they're they're pricier. So Uh, they're the best. They're they're better because that's that's the optimum spot where you want because that's where all the heat's gonna go, right? Yeah, it's they're good. So, but then all it is is just a it's like a plastic housing or something. It's a rubber. Is it plastic? Uh, it, it's like, uh, it's like a plastic and then they have ones that are like, I don't know what kind of material. It's like a cushion material. I don't yeah. know. It's like a breathable fabric. And then you're just throwing the, the shingle yeah, on so, top. Yeah. So like you've kind of feed it like, you know, it's one inch on each side, right? Of the plywood. But usually when we go into that stuff, it's like, it's, it's already there. That's yeah. why we're doing it. It's a repair or it's already there on the roof replacement versus just imagine like you already have all the vents cut out. Yeah. And then everything's extra. It's like, why not just add an extra vent? I mean, just because of the price point and whatever is reality. It's not Mike Holmes, right? Like, let's blow the budget out, out the water, right? Like, yeah. who cares? Mike like, Holmes is a roofer too? No, I'm just saying Mike Holmes. <laughs> I'm just saying Mike Holmes is like when you see him on, on Yeah, show, he just demolishes everything and then that's and the that's not the And re- it's not the reality of what construction is. Nobody right? has that you. wallet. Nobody yeah. has that wallet. Yeah, because the, there's probably, I don't know, the... Behind it, maybe a show. The show's paying a certain percentage of that it. Could be all, all kinds I don't of deals know. that you're not you're not privy to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, then he can do everything right. Whereas like the clients trying to like negotiate with you, and then it's like you know you can't do every single thing when it's, you're on a certain budget, right? So, so no, no. When you get onto the roof, or your dad gets onto the roof, and it's somebody else's roof. What are some of the typical problems that you see that people just cut corners on the roof? I can only assume terminations. Or flashing, mm-hmm. like is that where they're they're doing a bad job of finalizing that? Because those are exterior moments in the actual envelope of the roof, right? So you have yeah. you have to you have to install it correctly. You have to uh, finish it correctly. Otherwise, it fails. Yeah, you're right. So, so is that the majority of problems that we're seeing? Yeah, I, I yeah, like a lot of people talk about the secondary stuff, but in the end of the day, it's number one is your first protection, which yeah. is your shingles. Yeah. It's your, your, your chimney flashings. There's a lot of companies out there that they 
leave old chimney flashings and they change everything. They leave the step flashing. When we do our stuff, we take everything. Everything's brand new. You have to you redo have to. it. All that caulking is really brittle at that time. No, they'll probably knock off the caulking and put new caulking on top or put on top. But it's like, but they it's don't, still the same they flashing. just, I see even in my neighborhood, like I live in Downsview by Downsview Park. Yeah. Like I see the jobs there that I've quoted on and they're, their, their prices are a lot cheaper, but I look at the, like, I look at a brand new roof done and then you see like old. I hate that. Oh, I hate it. I yeah, hate it's, that. it's so bad. You know what's even worse than that is when you see like old, old vents, louver vents. Like Still they're being, re really? Yeah. They <laughs> like won't even I've replace been there. that? That's I've, just such I've a cheap, seen that, it's yeah. such a cheap it's like, item to It's change. like $15 to $30. Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. want to reuse that. They're reusing it. It's crazy. What if it's like brown or something like that and the roof is black or they're still going to reuse it? Well, they're going to spray paint. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but like I'm assuming uh, like it's probably like I sometimes I see it as like a, a neutral color, like it's gray or whatever or black, but sometimes it doesn't even match with the roof. You're right. It's like the roof is brown and it's black, right? So you know what? Going back to that green shingle application. Green shingle? Yeah, the green tab shingle in my old hood. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They don't make green roof caps, vent caps. So would you no, they, well, use black? No, because, okay, we like uh, a three tab. You know, a three tab, you can cut the tabs, right? Yes. And then it becomes the hip and, the hip and yes. ridge. Yes. So you just get the green three tab and then you just do the hip and ridge, right? No, so. but what are you doing for the termination of all the roof vents? They only come in black or brown or yeah. You can get them in green. You I've can get them in green. Yeah, if you go to like Spar, Spar oh Marathon, are you, are you, you can kidding get them into the like you can get them in green. Dark green, yeah. I don't think I'm trying colors. to remember if I the the caps Spar Marathon. Must, they must have been at the back of the house because I didn't see any caps on the front of the house. And I don't think the new east drops were on either. And I don't think they were. So what are you green. talking about caps in terms of caps? No vent caps. Sorry, vent vent caps like louver vents. Yeah. Oh, like those, they don't make green. You're right. Yeah, okay. I thought you meant So what like, would you do in that situation then if you're... So like, yeah, you got to go with a neutral color. So you know what you use? Usually like green goes with like, depending on your... your usually goes, you go with a black because... But what if you or get brown. an old school Portuguese guy and yeah, he yeah. wants some... You know what he's going to do, right? He's, <laughs> he's going to come up... Paint. Yeah. And he'll have a can of trim clad <laughs> with like the marketing label on it from the 60s. And he'll still be shaking it, and that ball will be very, very quiet in there. And he'll be like, you know, just use this. Just use this. So it'll be okay. And then it just sputs out, right? And it gives it like a hammered look or something Take like that. Take it and go. Take it and go. <laughs> That's what's going to happen, man. Unless someone makes a green one. But I've seen green, like, flashing, right? Like, that was what I was really? saying. Like, yeah, for chimneys. Yeah, like, you can get it. Like, go to Spar. Like, I see a dark green. I know Spar's got a lot of they stuff. They have a lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah. I never seen like you're right. Like um, I'm the just vent, saying these old, vents. Yeah, yeah. there's old school guys. They're still out there, and they yeah, want yeah. that green roof, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite go to shingles, man? I know you guys use Ico and, and things like that, right? But what other ones do you guys work? Yeah, for? obviously Ico is our go to for like because of obviously the coverage and the cost, and we're running a business, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's still as good. I like them because, and there's other companies I'll go into, um, like. I don't like the really sticky ones, and I'll tell you why. Why? Like, everybody talks about Certainty Pro and this. The problem is it's nice when you put them on, but if you ever have a windstorm or you have to put in a, like a washroom vent, yeah, they, when you try to retrofit them, 
the asphalt from the shingle underneath to sticks, to, and then and it breaks the shingle, and then it's like a le possible leak. So it's like it's very hard to to retrofit. So I like uh, like my own place. I use the OC duration, sure duration. Okay, uh, owns Corning. Good shingle. Uh, very good shingle. New High shingle? Is that a new shingle? No, it's been around. Like, they invented fiberglass yeah. shingles yeah. Uh, since the 70s. Owens Corning has done a lot. They like, do a lot of stuff. Yeah. They're, like, legit. Pink Panther stuff, right? Like, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, I like theirs because they have, like, the white strip. And then when I need to retrofit, if I need to do anything, like, even my own house, I'm like, if I want to add something later on, I can retrofit it, right? So, and then... Also because I put on solar panels on my place because okay. I had them originally when I bought it. Okay. And then I had to take out the solar panels, then put the shingles, and you got to put the flange for the solar panels. It's a gasket thing or something, Yeah, right? it's like a, like a black or you can get in tin too. And then it just goes over because they, they, they nailed the, the rack onto the roof, onto the, like, to the roof. Yeah. So well, your piercing structure. Yeah. So yeah. let's say I have to do the roof and I have to like feed that a week or two later when they come yep. back. It's yep. just easier. Doesn't ruin the shingles versus yeah. Owens. Um, there is certainty pro. It's like, Oh man, it's just too tight. Once it's latched on, it's latched on. It's very hard. I know there's other stuff I see. Like there's a tool called Bibby and it's kind of like a saw and you kind of like when the asphalt's cold, try to introduce my dad to that, but it's like, he didn't yeah, have it. They, yeah. They don't have it. One thing that I got him into was, was the roof snake. You ever see the roof snake? No. What is that? Do you ever work with architectural shingles ever? Yeah. So back in the day when you layer do on top of layer on top of layer. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So when you do like, um, so when you do like a repair, like shingles blow off, right? A three tab, for example, yep. like you, you use a pry bar, right? Yeah. You take them out and then you lift up the tab and you can like put yep. the next one in and you nail it in. Done it so many have times. You, have you done that with ever like an architectural shingle? I've done it's it. Hard. It's hard. It's, at, at that point, I'm taking out the whole shingle. It's yeah. for me to do whatever I've got to do. But what I'm saying is the one, when you feed that one back in, right? Yeah. And then you, you try to think, there's like only, like the shingle only goes up a little bit. So there's this new uh, product, it's like a roof snake. So it's like this uh, red bar. It's like a, and it kind of goes like this and it goes, and then it kind of like, I can't explain it, but the nail goes into it. And then you don't hit, you put it under the shingle and then there's like a bar that comes up and you only hit that bar on the top so that it nails the That's shingle. Clever. It nails, yeah, it's smart. And it nails the shingle under so you don't have to really just lift it up, put it in, and then you're just you, nailing you know, the you bar. You know what I do is I scuff all my knuckles trying to get it up in, in there and try to get the hand. And then you can ruin the shingle. I like know. You hit you it, right? Damage it. And then so now it's like a new product. You're doing one shingle and all of a sudden you're doing 15 shingles because you keep damaging until you're trying yeah, to figure yeah. it out, right? It's, new, it's cool. Is that it's a cool... cool. Yeah. So who's selling that product now? Uh, you all. It's like... Now you can get a spar, but like when I first started using it like five years ago, it was like um, Amazon and stuff. And Expensive? You, oh, you know how it is. How much? Like it's a piece of steel, man. I don't know. It was like 50, 60 bucks. It's not that like for a pry, basically a, a, a pry bar, a glorified like, pry. Yeah, yeah. Patented, of course, because they're gonna. But it does the job, and it makes your job and it makes your job a lot easier. easier. That's it. It's worth every penny. When something makes your life so much easier, like you know those guys with the baseboards and they have like a special tool, it it's just night and day, right? It's just it's just yeah, it's it worth it. Sense. It's yeah. worth it. Right? Do you guys like tackling skylights? You prefer stepped or you prefer curb? I guess curb you would have to do a membrane of some sort, right? Yeah, like curb is curb is um, 
is it deck easy? mounted and curb mounted right yeah I mean? yeah yeah so like i like deck because it's off and then you do the step step flashing yeah it's much better i think it's nice curb is like it's dependent on like blue skin and all that stuff yeah right? all those pieces so it's not as good it's easier but yeah pain in the ass to redo them once they're already done because i guess there's so many steps in there right yeah i mean but that's flashing. that's that's the trade man that's yeah. like you guys are up there right yeah yeah like it's 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 skylights now they're 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 pretty pricey they're just, that's yeah. the problem is like when you give a person a it's like three thousand dollars to install a skylight they're like wow like i didn't think it was that much do like, you want that natural daylight yeah. anymore yeah. Oh, you don't want it anymore okay i'm yeah. not a big fan of skylights because they like when you get a some skylights obviously like felix is amazing right? yeah like lifetime i've never had an issue with a yeah yeah and yeah. then you get other companies as like and then the company wants because a little bit on the cheaper end and yeah. then they're like uh, what's the warranty on that it's like uh it's five years about a week and a half <laughs> <laughs> no it'll last for a long time i've seen them they last like uh let's say those other products like 15 20 years and then we resealed the, between the frame and the glass and the last until you do the roof but it's like it's not very optimistic when the manufacturer only gives you five, ten years. It's not very um, confident. Yeah, it's not very confident, right? Whereas Velux, it's like it's kind lifetime. of a, they, they. What I like about Velux is three layers of protection. So for you to actually get a water penetration, yeah, you'd have to get past three layers of something, yeah. and, and it's not just membrane layers; it's metal layers, it's like gasket layers, like. You really got to get like a problem for it to fail yeah. on you, right? And uh, have you ever done their courses ever to install skylights? I never did the courses, but I just I open up the box and I pretend to read the manual and I installed <laughs> it and it worked totally yeah, yeah. and it worked, right? So, but I'm saying like the reason why I ask is because there's they have courses for anybody. Oh, no, to make like, yourself yeah. certified for sure. I know. Yeah, and if you want to go and yeah. yeah, and it's they're awesome for that. Like they, they, they give you lunch. Because they, they believe in their product, right? Yeah. And so they yeah. give you lunch. What kind of lunch do they give you? Oh, they, they do a nice. Serious? They do like Italian, Any vino? Like a nice, there's no vino. No. Because no. there's like rules with these corporations, right? No, they don't. They do pops, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, but they uh, they do like, you know, San Italian. San Pellegrino at least? No. What? They wouldn't have San Pellegrino. I don't know. I'm not a I'm pop guy. I don't like drinking pop. Yeah, yeah, but they do like juice, water. Well, you know. Mm. You ever go to Suprema? Kind of the same thing. They give you like a veal sandwich. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and good. then they give you like Portuguese chicken. We'll try this week because he's like <laughs> the guy that's doing the course is always eating free lunch. And he's like, I want to change it up, right? I remember <laughs> the very first, like the first year I was doing construction long, long time ago. Remember Rona was always having contractors day and they would have like a little get together and you come by. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, okay. you don't remember. They Go would ahead. do that every so often. So it'd be like pretty standard. It was like burgers and fries and whatever, hot dogs. And I wasn't necessarily going there for the food. It was more about the conversations. I was just rubbing elbows with yeah. the trades and just talking yeah. shit. Right. And all of a sudden they just gave it up. They just stopped doing it. And I started inquiring. I go, why did you guys stop about this? And then the government got involved and they saying that we can't serve food because we would have to get a food license and then oh, wow. the whole liquor license and all this other crap. So they just kiboshed the whole thing. And I was like, wow. that's just the dumbest thing ever. Wow. Man. Littlest thing. Eh? So then I'm, I'm not happy about Rona anymore. So you don't see me. <laughs> so Rona. Yeah. You don't see Rona. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I forgot. I was going to ask you something else, man. Damn. I forgot. Um, had to do the skylights maybe no I it wasn't the skylights it was I'm something to I'm trying to remember. It. i don't know I'd, i'll try maybe to remember it i'll try to remember it green book let's do a little green book talk here uh injury statistics that's always a must in this industry that's what i was going to ask you mm. is there a roof pitch angle that is the worst one that you detest 
because like I've done some fix-ups on my roof and I go up there or I've added a skylight. I've gone up there and I don't have a steep pitch, but I don't know if it's my age. I've got an annoying pitch, man. It's just, you can't squat or stand. It's in the middle. It's in the middle. And I'm like, is there a particular pitch that is like really not favorable to a tradesperson being on a roof to work as a roofing? Like, I mean, I know that more steeper ones are kind of cool because you're almost facing the work space. Yeah, but then the, then you get into too low where it's like a flat roof at that application. And then you yeah. get clients. Well, oh, no, we've been told shingles could be doing this at this angle. But then there's that funny sweet spot that's a annoying angle. Yeah, I don't know which pitch it is. I got to find out. But it's mine. I don't know mine which is pitch it. it is. I mine it is. I really I, don't look at like numbers of like the. You don't roofs, get into like that into whole the thing. Whole science of like you know which pitch is what. Like I just go onto the roof. I know, and but like, it's just like that. No, I know what you're where saying. Where the feet are like this. I believe you. I right? believe you. I think if I'm. If I'm correct, that's like a eight eight twelve. Could be. I, I'm I'm guessing it could, eight, it could twelve be, or yeah, nine twelve. It, it could be. I'm guessing right there because nine is comfortable. Sorry, nine, six. I think between between four and six is pretty comfortable. It's comfortable, and then you but start I, getting to eight or nine. Eight is like weird, and nine it's like uncomfortable, but it's not straight up. You think and these it's, people? And it's that a little bit dangerous. Too. They're designing these roofs, thinking like, "Come on, how about the roofers got to do this work in that angle? It's funny angle. It's a hard angle." One thing that, or am I, I just being a one pain? Of, one of my my biggest pet peeves going to roofing in the future, yeah, is Dyson water shield stuff. Have you ever, ever? I don't know if you hear, in the wind. No, I'm just saying, like when you have to come back and do the roof, and it's full of ice and water shields. You ever rip shingles off a roof that has ice and water shields? it's a pain because the shingles stick to it and then sometimes you just have to leave it on unfortunately and just as long as it doesn't get the the double yeah like it doesn't go on top of the other one it'll deflect right yeah like you'll put an ice of water on top of that one after but you can't like can you remove it can it does it come up no like it's so some of them like the only like 100 percent is like take out all the plywood right but nobody's gonna. So do it's that. overkill. Like yeah. the worst is when you get what I'm saying is like for all the you know roofers out there, like don't do overkill because think about like the roofer like in like 25 years. Can you imagine the Florida boys. I, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> like how do you? How you're do you, ripping all that ply off. Yeah, yeah. And, that's the only way you're yeah, doing yeah. it, unless you're. You know that it's still code. I think it is to put a second layer of shingles on an existing layer of shingles. Um, where like on t- OBC, I think technically I think you're allowed to add another layer, inter- like in Ontario. Ontario it's I, it's a weight thing. I heard I heard that you're allowed like two layers in total, but you can't do a third layer. But I, I know. But yeah. would you would you put two layers? It depends the person's situation. If I would they don't do want it to spend the, the money on yeah. Like one, one lady's like okay. For example, I have a bungalow. I live at like uh, rustic and 401, right? Yeah. Like uh, these houses, they're going to go down and they're going to be custom houses. Yeah, they're going to knock them down. I want to be here for another five years, but I want like when my parents die, I want to, or whatever, they're there with their parents or whatever situation it yeah. is. And they don't want to spend a lot of money on the roof. So they're like, just put a roof on top. And that's just the reality, right? But then so. you come along and sometimes if you look at it and you don't realize that there's two layers and you quote it to remove one layer. You check though. You have, you have to. to check. You go up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You yeah. always go up there. Always. 
Always. I'm not going to go there and uh, there's, I know there's a lot of softwares out there and stuff. I like to check because oh, I don't. grab the ladder and just go Just there. go, man. A little bit of work. Just grind. Just That's go. It. A little bit of time. A little, doesn't, doesn't hurt nobody. You know what I mean? So I, I know what you're saying. It's like uh, in that situation, but um, you just, you just have to check because then the client gets upset too, right? Yeah. And you give them one price and then you're coming with another price because it's a different. Yeah labor and, and you don't want to do that green okay green book talk injury statistics in the interior finishing industry is this the right one <laughs> <laughs> no it's not ladders that's what it is all right it's a little late ladders green book talk portable ladders used to access different work surfaces surface levels must extend at least 35 and 3 eighths above the landing surface so almost three feet yeah above the landing yeah. surface i've seen guys right at the tickle edge man I've seen guys under the yeast trough. Like no way. Guy, How uh, do you? Yeah, one guy is. Um, That's dangerous. We're doing like a roof maintenance. We're doing a roof maintenance next door. I guess it's a restoration company. They send like uh, insurance on a guy. No name truck, right? Comes up. I was, I was like, I couldn't believe it. Underneath these? His ladder wasn't long enough. I, I think it was like, I'm assuming it was like maybe one was it a one the metal tech the collapsible one no it wasn't the telescopic it wasn't the telescopic (laughs) i hate those things but he had like an old like whatever crappy aluminum one and it was under and he couldn't read like he couldn't get to the east trough and he went on top of the roof and i'm like how the hell did he get on the roof how's he he getting off yeah yeah i don't know how he did it uh but i don't know if there was like not a lot over but still how he did it I, I still, to this day, like... Did you catch like, him at Cirque du Soleil the next week or <laughs> yeah. what? Have a clear space of at least five and seven eighths behind every rung, uh, unless it's against a slope excavation wall. Have an adequate landing surface available at the top and the bottom. Be secure at the top and the bottom. Uh, an access ladder fixed in position must be vertical. Have rest platforms at least every 29 and 6 inches. 29 or oh, sorry 29 and feet six and three uh, six and a third these are weird numbers man. 29 29 feet six inches extend at least 35 and three eighths above the landing that's the same thing have evenly spaced rungs at uh, s- at least five and seven eighths from the wall have an adequate landing surface again be free of defective loose rungs have a safety cage starting at seven foot two a safety cage is seven foot two really Wow. Above the ground, if the ladder extends 16 feet, not to be used in an elevator shaft or other hoisting area while the area is being used for hoisting. <laughs> kind of makes sense at that point. Okay. Nuno. Luso Roofing. Sutton Group. Uh, www.lusoroofing.com. Info at lusoroofing.com. And also reach out to him on his uh, real estate page. N-T-O-R-R-E-S at royallepage.com. And on Instagram. Yeah, is that right? Sutton, Sutton.com. I, I wrote that wrong. I used to work for Royal LePage. Oh, wait, Sutton. Oh, it's okay. That's what it is. It's Sutton. Sorry about that. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then Facebook and Instagram is Luso underscore roofing. Um, does your dad complain about anything in the industry? Does he have a bone to pick? Right well, all? it's all, uh, let's, it's all about like the, the running gunners, right? That's like, all it yeah. is. Nobody take pride anymore. Everybody wants to do things quick, fast, quick in and out. That's, that's what, uh, his thing. And then a uh, safety is another thing. Like, you guys have uh, a risky trade, man. Yeah, so like he'll see some folks like my dad's over safe. 
but he like doesn't be. matter. Yeah, he should be. Which is under. We've had incidents before, yeah. like with other, like um, things happen with employees, but uh, it doesn't matter how like you can control in general. But sometimes when you're really comfortable, two things can happen, right? It's like um, so. Takes thing, a split second, man. Yeah. So one thing he does is when he puts the ladder, uh, it's kind of like a, he always ties up on the e-strop on the bracket, or if there's the leap guards, he'll take he'll take out the, the leap and he'll guard. actually get the anchor. Yeah, like he'll t- t- tie it so it doesn't go like this. Smart. And then, you know, like even the middle part, you know, where the extension goes like that. Yeah, yeah. Like he ties that too. I don't know why he does it. He thinks it's gonna like I've seen it like on a maybe a painter's ladder like extender last small ones a wet deck and it goes uh i think he just does that for like his own sake. he just does it because it doesn't cost what's nothing. he do on the bottom on the base of it does he do anything it's both of us right yeah so it's uh I, i'm holding it for him when it's not tied up yeah, yeah, yeah so like when we first start it's always two guys of course so customers when they understand when you're hiring a pro like it's always nice when it's two guys because the safety is always there right two guys one guy's holding especially two two stories three stories um, you always need two guys, right? So. I, do, I don't like seeing, like, there's some tall homes and you start seeing the guys have the proper ladder, even though it's fully extended, and they may have that three feet on the top part. Yeah. That, but that ladder's got such a belly on it, it makes me nervous, and it just makes me think that that ladder may be too old or it's been worn out and maybe needs yeah. to be replaced. But I hate seeing that, like, a oh, curved yeah. ladder. I saw one with a curve the other day. It was bad. I should have took a picture. It was bad. It just makes it me. It looked like it was broken. Yeah. It just Without, makes me. Yeah. And I mean, I'll be honest. I still get a chuckle out of a lot of people on social media doing stupid things with ladders and then just creating destruction, yeah. bouncing around. As they, And I'm talking yeah. about homeowners, not professionals, so to speak. But yeah. I won't even get into the Chinese or the Indian videos that we see all over the place that are just <laughs> ladders on top of crane buckets on top of this, oh, on top of that, with a, you know, like that kind of stuff. Or right? the ice dams and then they knock the ice dam in. <laughs> Uh, i think we could touch on everything or like is there anything that we missed or something or no um i think i think we got everything um but uh in terms of another thing that i would say that like really cheeses them off as well is like i said you mentioned it it's like not replacing everything and doing everything properly right that's the thing it's the shortcuts it's yeah you know not changing the flashings not changing the vent like all that stuff, not doing proper woodwork. I think that's a thing that like really, when he sees it, like the problem is for him, like, or us, it's good because we're always fixing other, and like I would say 99.9, it's always other people's problems. Like I had a, like only time we ever fixed our own stuff, not to toot my own horn, is like, for example, I don't want to name brands because I don't want to get sued. No, 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 There's a certain brand and it's a very popular brand in Canada. And like the tabs would break. So like we hand nail, but the shingle doesn't fly off. So my customer calls me, oh, the neighbors saw it when you're and the tabs break. Because the glue, they didn't have enough glue. So they would it lose didn't its, do its job. It didn't do its job. And so they would send the rep out. You know, we've been doing this product for a while and whatever. And the rep wouldn't even go on top of the roof. Like to. Well, I wouldn't speak to the rep at that point. How can you assess something if you're not even looking going. at it? yeah. yeah. Or do they pull out the binoculars? So, you know what we had to do? They didn't even show up. Really? Yeah, yeah, not even binoculars. So what we had to do is... I was just telling there's a cardinal in that tree if you want to look at the, that. Yeah. The, like just like binoculars. The good thing was the, the client, she was she was a smart lady. And she just said, listen, guys, I see you, the way you guys work. I know and whatever. I'll pay you guys to seal all them up. Like the ones that are loose, put a dab of caulking 
on them and that's what we did even with the direct windstorm after nothing maybe it was just a few of them so that at, got the, loose. at that point you guys are a shingle manufacturer if you're sealing and adding more caulking to make it yeah properly, that's right uh, there's a thing like there's shingle manufacturer i don't know like in your industry there's manufacturers and then there's trade like people that know their stuff of course yeah like i see a certain brand the way they tell me to do shingles and to me it doesn't even make sense and this is like posted on a pamphlet on the bundle it's like the nail shouldn't be beside the butt joint if you do 10 20 30 and then obviously full shingle 40 offset if you do a pattern of 1 12 12 and 1 you're it's gonna come very close to those and that's why we know like i was going back to that thing yeah. is like when we fix problems and the nails overdriven and that's near the see. butt joint yeah water gets into the butt joint in between the shingles and it gets in there and then the person has a roof leak and so that's what i'm saying like there's so are the, there's the levels the new guys just taught a faster way to do it and they just are saying boop, 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 boop. here 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 move on here here yeah. here here move on yeah they don't they don't place there's the right thought places. behind that here 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 you know what i mean yeah. it's not just there's like, guys that are good yeah they take their time and they're good there's a lot of good contractors out there i know you have some friends i, yeah. I have he's my friend as well he's yeah. good con he's he's very good he's you know portuguese half portuguese <laughs> he's good um, won't fault him for the other half yeah, no yeah, i yeah. know yeah yeah so there's good guys and he's not installing but like he has guys and they look, they do a great job. Yeah. And then there's other guys that, you know, there's some guys, even if they don't even run the company, like they just go and they, oh man, the stuff that I see is just, just machine. And then you're not sure how, like, I mean, I guess I get, do you ever tell your clients that um, wear and tear based on location of your house and sun exposure? Yeah. yeah. They got to understand sun. that. Okay, fine. A manufacturer is saying that the roof is going to last this long. But not all four sides, if it's a four-side yeah, roof or whatever, right? You got to educate them and let yeah, them know Yeah, I that. always let them know. I also let them know, like, okay, let's say it comes with a 25-year warranty. Expect, like, 20. Yeah. Like, but it's it's funny because I had one, one client, Vincent, in, um, in Woodbridge. Uh, we did his roof, like, I was about 18 years ago. It looks like he still it's a 25-year shingle. It looks like he still has 10 years. We did a roof maintenance. Um, for as, like, to... Like um, another client, it lasted like 15 years. Didn't last very long. And it's like a different batch or whatever of shingles. And then you're, you're right. The south side tends to go a little bit quicker. But you brought up a good point right there is the roof maintenance. Don't be afraid as a homeowner to reach out to a good roofer that you know of. If it's even the yeah. roofer that actually did the roof. Yeah. And get them to come back in 10 or 15 years and go on the roof exactly. and take a peek at it. Just take a at the flashing. After 10 years. Yeah, yeah, just take a look at it and see, okay, maybe it needs another tube of caulking. We just got to repass this. Or maybe there's some nails or maybe there is a flip shingle. We don't know, yeah, right? it saves you a lot of money, especially inside because then you got to pay for roof repairs and you got to pay for inside repairs. What do you want? You want that horizontal <laughs> toilet or tor toilet tornado coming by and yeah. then all of a sudden it does major damage when you guys could have prevented it from some maintenance, right? Especially just rain, right? Just regular That's rain. all it is. There's a lot of rain and that's it, right? You're like your house is protected, right? I keep going that it's just homeowners should not hire the cheapest you've got your entire home everything yeah. possession people pets all underneath this thing man why hire the cheapest why yeah. do the cheapest sometimes though uh manny and in the in in, in general rule that's that's what it is 100 percent. i agree with you and sometimes there's that small percentage too i know pay a lot of money and they get screwed they're on tv all <laughs> right so let's do the 12 questions of construction you ready for this 
Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's not a test. Don't worry. What is your favorite construction word? I'd say, uh, does it have to be like, um, does it have to be like uh, English? No. Oh, like Portuguese, that would say, Vida, Vida, let's go, let's go, like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> no, man, this could be Portuguese. in any language, man. Vida, Vida. <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Um, I'd say least, least favorite. Uh, it's hard to think. I didn't think of this one before. I sent this to you, didn't I? Oh, you did. <laughs> And I, I th I'm trying to think of my scene. I I I'm pretty sure. I no, sent you it did. To everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I say like least construction word. I would say like, um, uh, I would say it, it, the most favorite would be Vita Vita. But also when you're being pressured to go quick is a, another like, let's go and whatever. Cause I can't think of the top of my head, but yeah, just like when you're pressured to go like, you know, that, that's my word. Well, uh, makes sense, man. Yeah. Let's go. What turns <laughs> you on in construction? I like the old school stuff, old timber stuff, old wood. Uh, you know, like the like you see those YouTube videos where the, the old craftsman, old craftsman, the guy's like doing the drywall and he has a drywall hatchet and he's just doing the round corners and like hand old nailing school. Old, school. old school way of doing things, old school roofing. I I'm love the same it. way, man. I'm the same way. What turns you off in construction? The speed, speed, like just quick, 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 speed quick kills. corners. It just doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah. Speed just makes you come back to the job site to do it all over again. Yeah, it's like everybody's like, how fast? Oh, I did this in three days. Like, uh, I did like 500 bundles in three days. Like, I don't care. Like, it's a speed. What is your favorite curse word? Anything. Could be in any language. Uh, for this. There we go. That's expressed a few times. What is your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world? Um... So favorite vehicle that I don't I don't have but I like anything, to have anything. it would be like uh just a regular like truck like a GMC 150 a Ram 150 obviously there's like the you know big uh you know very expensive lines but just just basic just a basic truck basic truck with that you know you can trail stuff you know trailer that's it no Ferraris, nothing fancy. Good, and everybody doesn't. There's not. I'm not expecting Ferraris yeah. or Lambos. Or, there's a lot of or guys. Bugattis, talk, yeah, yeah they'll talk about. That. What's your least favorite vehicle? Least feet. Um, I would say Audi. Anything Audi? Anything Audi. And I'll tell you why I'm biased. <laughs> why? Why? Because Audi drivers out there, and it's biased. One guy told me this, and I heard it somewhere. He's like, Audi drivers are so aggressive. And then I don't know why I'm out on the road and I, not all of them, but I've noticed they're a little bit more aggressive than non Audi drivers. It's very super. You might be an Audi driver. You never know. I'm not, I'm not an Audi driver. I, I did own an Audi once and their customer service sucks. Yeah. And then I don't like any Audis now because they have that futuristic, stupid turning signal thing that it's like a flash and the other oh, light yeah. is a, like a night Rider thing or whatever it is. Yeah. I can't stand that, man. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not in the future. I just like, <laughs> Give me a blinker. That's all I yeah. want, man. So, well. <laughs> what construction sound or noise do you love? I like the old school, like the hatchet, when you're just going. Tw -tw 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 -tw. I like old school. What tool belt are you wearing then? Um, so I have, a, what is it, Cunny? Really? Cunny? Huh? 
Yeah, so I have the cunning on both sides. And what does your dad have? He has cunning as well. He's got a cunning as well. He got oh, like regular cunning knee pads. You know who runs or owns cunning now? No. Uh, Snickers. Oh, yeah? I don't know. They that. bought them out a few years ago. I like cunning. They're a good brand. They're yeah, so there's a good. lot of tool belts. I use like suspenders. I like to have suspenders on just to support. Like uh, Starts to eat away at the lower back. I know. Yeah, it's just, just gold because then you'd have all the nails and stuff. So I, I like uh, I like that. Um, but. I know there's like, you know, at Atlas, they have like all the full line of stuff, but sometimes you don't pricey. need that. That's yeah. all it is. I agree. And I think you were once repping one of those like um, vests. And I it was the Snickers. It. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the Snickers. Snickers, right? And then yeah. it has the pouch. I got one of those, but you it's got like, one of those? yeah, I got it. And it's like in my basement while I'm doing my basement rentals. And I just put it on for that. But I'm like, I'm going back to my rentals next winter when my <laughs> roofing season's over. And but that everything. vest is actually very useful, very man. It's, it's very, very good. good. I know. No, I like it. I got a few trim guys on it, uh, even a oh, painter yeah. on it. Like they're like, oh, oh it's this, good. this makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah, it's it's a little pricey. I think. It is pricey, like but or something like that. But but like for my trade, I can't go around in my car with it because like yeah, but but it's, it's cool. easy to take off. I think I saw you with it. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to take off, man. That's why I like it. Um, where were we at? Where the hell were we? What construction center noise do you love or hate? No, hate. No, I, I think I said hate, right? Hate or what? Did he answered that one already? Oh, no. What construction, what construction do you love? Oh, no, you love the hatchet sound. Yeah. What construction? Oh, it's so late. What construction sound noise do you hate? I think like, uh, you know, when the saw goes. What do you mean? In a neighborhood, you have like that regular weekender guy that he's like cutting the concrete and he's around the corner and he's not even... It's also the sound and it's also the dust. Like those two things just, it's like it's bad. Uh, yeah. It's bad. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, like I said, carpentry or landscaping. I like gardening. So nice. yeah, that's cool. What profession would you not like to do? Roofing, no. Uh, <laughs> some days, yeah. Hey, some guys have expressed that. Um, a profession that I wouldn't like to do. Um, gutter cleaning even though i do it for my trade sometimes gutter cleaning is annoying you get that like a uh, pigeon crap sometimes and raccoons you get all kinds of stuff that just stays yeah, there because yeah. the gutters are not they're not sloped correctly yeah yeah so then it just so i would say like being a gutter cleaner is pretty pretty it's pain dirty. a dirty job uh last question if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at those pearly gates um who'd you help on your way to get here. It's a nice one. I like yeah. that. No, no. Thanks very much, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I know you were a little nervous about coming on the show. I was a little bit. Yeah. Nah, you're all good, man. But you're good. cool. You make me you make me comfortable. <laughs> I know what you go through, man. I have a lot of respect for all the trades. I just yeah, I, I I've literally done every single job. Would I do it more than once? No, not every single job, but I have a lot of respect for every single job that's done in construction. Yeah, I also want to say like uh I would I don't know if you knew I would follow you on social media back, back in the day back but in the day i i would see you like you would be running in the morning and you'd be cycling and then yeah. you would pump like you manny motivational mondays <laughs> or so i don't know what it was but i'd be watching I'm like oh this is solid like, who's this idiot man, I, I, I loved I it though I it was in, no it's like gross. thanks man it's girl I, I loved it right yeah i appreciate really that it. thanks dude yeah. uh everyone reach out to him if you, uh, if you if you need a roofer but you guys are going to stop soon right with the weather changing no, we all we all we work all winter. So yeah. we do maintenance, repairs, emergencies, restoration. Uh, we don't shingle in the winter unless it's like 
like something small or emergency, but we don't. And do it's it. a nice warm spell. And they need a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be really warm because shingles, like even manufacturers, don't warrant shingles eight degrees or below, right, or five. Every uh, manufacturer says that. Uh, they're a little bit different. Some okay, say depends. eight, some say five. Yeah, but look it up. Look at a gaff or uh, certain companies. So basically, read the instructions that are on the bundle right there. It tells you yeah, right yeah, then it and should, there. It should be there. If right? not, there should be a QR code on it that actually redirects you to where out yeah. information. Is if you have to do it, didn't do it because yeah. your house is collapsing basically your roof. But yeah. everyone, reach out www.lusoroofing.com info at lusoroofing.com and then on Instagram and uh, Facebook luso underscore roofing. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead, shoot. Uh, so I just want to say um, I'm blessed to have my wife and my kids. I know you're going to watch this on YouTube eventually. And you said you would. So I just want to say this at the end. I love you guys. <laughs> should have said it at the beginning. I should, but I just remember it because we just got into flow. Right I know. We just got to talk about that. No, no. So it's good. Well, they'll have to watch the whole show note. Right watch. Yeah. My daughter, Chelsea, she already. She knows all about it. She this started. She was watching. She said, I like this guy. <laughs> I like this show. <laughs> oh, now I got to watch my language. How old is she? Uh, she's nine, but we we, we don't we don't censor. Uh, yeah, she's, but certain words have been expressed. Uh, that's okay. Uh, she's, she's around the Portuguese household. You know? <laughs> All right, thanks, man. I All appreciate right, man. it. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Angelina. We are out of here.